Welcome to the Nunas. Hey, Nuna. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I was just thinking about the fact that we say, you know, Nuna is going to be when a man is talking to a woman, a younger guy is talking to an older woman. Yeah. And of course, Uni is like sisters and things. And I was like, I need to find me someone who's going to call me a Nuna so I can just giggle. Like, you know, men giggle when you call them Opa. <laughs> what? What is that not a thing? Uh, it is a thing. I just I just find it hilarious. So you said you need to find someone to call you Nuna. I need to, someone to Nuna Mio, please. In this day and age, you want Hi, my name is Mo. Hi, my name is African Kitch, aka Wendy, aka Government, aka everything. Yes, I'm Nuna. Okay, looking Nuna, looking for you know a dumb saying to call her Nuna. Well, yes, th- that whatever you just said, that. <laughs> no. Welcome back. Yes. We're back with the 14th episode of fourteen. the Nigerian Nunes. That's good. I mean, I didn't yeah. think we were going to make it past 10 at some point, but we are 14. I know. Here we are on 14. So, so far, this is like our fourth one within, or is it our fourth one within the lockdown? Something like that, I think. I, yeah. Fourth or third. I think third. Yeah, yeah during the pandemic. Third. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, during the pandemic. So... We have, I think this time around, I think we've watched a lot more than we did last time, last month. Yes, that yeah, is correct. Just based on our conversation beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start getting into it because we're going to have quite a lot to cover. And we're, we've timed that, we're timing ourselves this time. So <laughs> let's see if we can get it done. From your <laughs> lips. My lips to God's ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Okay. Uh, I'm just going through the news first. On I what I'll call upcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a trailer released this week of Pak Bogum's new drama, which is called Record of Youth. Pak Sodam, who um, is in is it Snow White and the, not Snow White, Cinderella and the Four Knights or whatever the crap that K drama is called. And the Four Princes or something like that. And the Four Princes mm. or whatever, and um, Parasite is in it as well. Um, to promote the drama, Piper Gom is on the cover of Vogue Korea at the moment. Um, he will be leaving for the military soon, so I think he's doing all his promotion stuff at the moment so he can, you know, leave. Uh, so he can get, I'm sorry, he can leave um, for the military pretty soon. I'm worried um, so, though, because he's going to military and there's escalating tensions with North Korea. Because they I know, shut down they blew their, up the, um, the, DM, the office. Yes, in the DMZ. And I'm like, okay, I know Pak Bogrom is not going to be near that area, but just in case, because there was, you know, subscription, uh, all those men. Anyway, it's okay. He's going to be safe. Okay, there are lots and lots of prayers of Nigerian women behind him. He's good. He's not worried. You know, Nigerians are prayer warriors, so he's good. He's all right. He's fine. If Lee Ho was still there, bloody hell, they would have flew down to Korea to do some prayer warrior because... I did not realize he had such a massive following in Nigeria, but there you go. Um, the, the record of youth drama, I haven't read a lot about it, but I know it's about, um, the, it follows the life of young people in the world of modeling. And Pagwagon plays this model who is like a nice guy and quite popular, but he really wants to be an actor. But um, apparently he's not good at acting. He auditions for many roles, <laughs> but still doesn't find success. And Pax Sodam's character is a makeup artist who works in the entertainment industry. I'm not sure how their, uh, you know, their paths cross or what happened, but obviously they do cross after at some mm. point. Um, but it's coming out in September, so we'll wait till then. But the teaser is out now. Mm. Um, another teaser that is out, which I'm a little bit excited by, is When I Was Prettiest, 
which has um, Im So Young, who is the lady in um, Graceful Family and Gangnam Beauty. My day is Gangnam Beauty. I saw that. I saw. I think I, I. Well, I didn't see that, but I know when they started the table reading. I saw it on the yeah, Insta- it on the Instagram. Yeah. And it's also stars Jiso. Mm. And I'm excited because this is oh, Jiso from um, Strong Woman Bong Soon, um, Angry Mom, Moon Lovers, is was very popular. For, um, Fantastic as well. Uh, he's the young guy in Fantastic. Uh, this is his first major role. And, okay, well, is it? Because I don't really count the one he did for Netflix. But let's say his most prominent first uh, major role. And we're hoping this time he gets the girl. Because there's a running joke that he never gets the girl in any show he's in. But mm. hopefully in this one, but he I actually think gets the better. girl. I, I, th- I think his acting is fine. I really mm. liked him in his uh, previous dramas. I think his acting is, it wasn't is fine. Bad. He was great in Moon Lovers. I don't think I've watched Moon Lovers. Hmm? I don't think I've watched Moon Lovers. Oh, Scott Ilgi. Oh, it's great. You should watch that. Ooh, okay. That's a great show. Okay. That's a great show. You should watch that. Um... So I think it's a Nuna romance, I think, this mm. one. Um, she plays like, um, Imso Han plays like a ceramic artist who dreams of finding ordinary happiness. Jesus. When I read the description sometimes, I'm like, what is ordinary happiness? <laughs> As opposed to, I don't know, just happiness. Um, she falls in love with these two brothers. Oh, I have to say that the other actor in this is um, Hak Su Jin. Oh, sorry, I know him, something... I know him, sorry. I got something myself about mixed about 1%. Up. So I got my, I, I got, I was thinking, instead of um, Strong Woman, I was thinking about Weightlifting Theory. I know him, he's okay. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, I know you mean, that guy. No, he's acting, yeah, I understand what you mean. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry I interrupted Nam you. Nam something, that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the, I was, say, I was saying something. Uh, the second lead in this is Haksuk Jin, who is in something about 1%. And also in um, D-Day and Drinking Solo, um, I think he was last in um, that drama about North Korea. What's it called again? Um, I don't know why it's... Crash Landing on You. Crash Landing on You. He played the brother who was killed. He was cameoed in that. Um, so yeah, in this drama, I'm so young, falls in love with two brothers. Oh hell, what happens? One is an architect, one is a designer, architecture, well, an, an, an architect, sorry, and one is a race driver, race car driver. So we'll see what happens, but I'm looking forward to it. We know how that's um, going to end now. We know who she's going to go with. Of course we know. Yeah. Stay with Jisoo. Jisoo has to get the girl this time. If he's a race Bloody car hell. driver, if he's a race car driver, that's what she's getting. That's what she's going with. Oh no! Actually, Jisoo is the architect. Oh, so he's not I'm getting the girl. I'm thinking because she's a ceramic no, he's not designer. The she's not they have the something girl. in common. He's not getting the girl. Ah, uh, he gets the girl. He's not getting the girl. Because be like you know, the everybody, drama everybody loves the reformed bad guy. Nobody likes the guy that's always been good from the beginning. Yeah, but we like Jisoo. That's the okay, thing. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong because you know my, my my predictive powers of these things are. Yeah, probably like, right. So. You never know. Maybe the the the, the casting agents are like, yeah, let's just cast Jisoo because he's not going to get the girl anyway. <laughs> We're just going to make that running theme of his career. Um, another one I'm excited about is Dodo So So La La So. I know. <laughs> I think that's about you know Skills. music notes. Mm. Is with Goara. You know, we're talking about Gora in our yeah. last show. And uh, she's got a new drama coming out. She plays a pianist. Mm. Um, she's also, this drama is Lee, Just, uh, G, uh, Lee J. Wook as well is going to be in this drama. So, I was is, like, oh. Isn't that his comeback? Okay. Won't that be his comeback? Am I, 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 keep, I, I, never, I can never keep anybody in my head. 
Lee J. Wook, no, he's been consistently acting, Lee J. Wook. He's, uh, the last thing he was in, it was that drama I told you to watch in Netflix, the really weird psychological one about, with the guy from Miss Sang. Uh, oh, yeah, he, oh, him, oh, sorry. Yeah, this is Lee J. Wook. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Lee J. Wook has been acting. What do you call, um, what do you call him? Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Luke has been acting consistently. So, basically, she plays a pianist, um... She comes bankrupt. She goes to this small, uh, small town. I think where she's uh, teaches at this piano academy, and they meet, and then stuff happens. We'll see. Um, I really want to. I really want to watch it because hey, I like Goara, and I want to just see. I like Goara, and I, I'm supporting her career, but she has made some, ugh, some piles. She has made some weird ones. Mm. Um, but we'll see how this turns out. And I say because Kim Jo Hoon. Is in this as well. He's currently in It's Okay Not to Be Okay, playing oh, the, uh, the CEO mm. of the publishing company. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I like it because I, I, I enjoy him on screen. So it'd be He's nice funny. to see him again. He's funny. Mm. Uh, then, another, that's just two more shows. One more is um, Flower of Evil. I mentioned this because his uh, lawless, lawless lawyer uh, co star is actually in a drama at the moment, but your man Lee Jun Yi. Pointy face. Pointy face, yes. The elf. The Pixie. elf. <laughs> it's is making his comeback in mm. this drama. Um, so it's about this detective, not not him, actually Moon Che Young, who is in Mama Fairy and the Woodcutter and and actually the really good rom com Love Fosca Love Forecast. I know this. Yeah, she's a detective, she's yes. married to Lee Jung Lee, they have a daughter. Um he seems to be like a committed father. Like a know, doctor husband. and shit like that. Yeah, but he might have a criminal past, a past that she doesn't know about, and she basically learns about his deception. And that resurfaces during the life of... Because this the criminal thing that makes us start investigating, mm-hmm. that reveals him supposedly resurfaces during the show, right? Because I've mm-hmm. seen this one. Because, yeah, you see, I know stuff. I just don't remember what I know, but I know stuff. <laughs> you do know stuff. <laughs> It's. I think it's starting. I think next week. I'm really. I'm looking forward to it. It looks quite dark, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right. That might be good. And finally, Stranger Two is coming out after months. Huh. Everyone talking about this for like two years, going, is there going to be Stranger Two? Is there going to be Stranger mm. Two? There is going to be Stranger Two. Uh, it's a sequel to obviously Stranger, or I think another name it went by is Forest of Secrets or mm. Secret Forest as well. Mm. Um. So I'm. Not... I don't know how I feel about it because I really you like don't? Strangers. Like. Like I really, yeah, I like I like Bejuna. I like the you know the actor whose name I don't remember. I really liked him, uh, him uh, as that's well. His name is Choi Mon Song. Yeah, he was the he was the detective that couldn't read facial yeah. expressions. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was really really cool. Like I really like I really like a stand for strangers. Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, it would depend on what the story is and who's coming back. I think everyone is coming back from mm. what I've seen on the cast list. Then I'm curious about the story. The... Then. The lady, um, what's her name, Joan Heiji. Yeah, the one that has gone to go and do like a few more good things since um, Strangers. Yeah, the one that was the prosecutor's daughter, something like that. Yep. So yeah, so I mean, because I really liked it, and the way the story ended did give opening to a potential part two, but it really would be interesting to see how that part two is played. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think I've gotten used to not getting part twos in K dramas. So whenever there's a part two, I'm always slightly wary that the carry-on of the story might not be as consistent as the first one. 
So yeah. let's see. We'll see. We'll see. Because they don't do a lot of um, sequels in K drama land. Mm. So when they do do one, sometimes they get it right, sometimes they get it wrong. Age so of we'll Youth. Age of Youth versus Gogo Waikiki 2. Yes, that's an excellent, excellent comparison. Awful. Mm. Okay, so you um, actually uh, stumbled across the book. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> which reading, I stumbled- which, we, which, which we found out that was actually linked in a way to... It, one of my I'm many just, baby husbands, baby many daddies. Baby, yes. I said baby husband. I'll take now, after the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Mo is going to give the reveal as producer of how when I found out that this was linked to one of my baby daddies. So um, I read um, Kim Joying, born 1982. And the reason I actually picked it up was I was in Waterstone, which is a bookstore in the UK. And um, I was looking for books to read. And I was, oh my God, so many books, so wonderful. And I saw this book. I was like, oh, it's by a Korean writer. Um, 1982 is a powerful year, like totally powerful year. And I was like, okay, let me pick it up and read it. So I looked at the synopsis and it basically follows the life of Kim Jong-un, Kim Ji-young rather, who was born in 1982, obviously the title, and certain things that happened to her in her life that meant that as we start the book, she now takes on the personality of her, um, of different people. So her, her mother, her dead grandmother and a lot of other people. And it's because of certain trauma that has been inflicted on her through her life. Now, mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an interesting book in the sense that it is fictitious, obviously, when talking about the life of Kim Ji-young. But the writer makes a lot of references to true life statistics. So it's almost this fiction, non-fiction books that, sort, okay. that looks to give a parallel review of a fictitious character and the things that were happening in Korean society at the same time that's backed up with evidence. Uh, so right, as you okay. read the book, you're going to have footnotes in it which sort of refer to um, references of things that happen. It's almost like a textbook. You know, you're reading a book okay. and there's, a, there's footnotes at the bottom yeah. of it that gives references to the statistic that is being referred to in the book. Okay. So that's quite interesting. Um, I mean, I think, I, I know I use the word interesting enough a lot, but it's because sometimes you don't really have the, another word to explain the dynamism of what it is that you're reading. I don't think it's a great book. I, I, found, I, I found out after I read it that um, it, it was an incredibly popular book in Korea because mm. it um, exposed, in, a, in again, fictitious fact-driven way the challenges that women faced in Korea and have faced for a very long time. The fact, mm. the fact that Korean women still are vastly underplayed, they're, vast, they're looked down on, and their lives are not as wanted or venerated as the men. Mm. But I think for me... The reason, I mean, I, I give it a 6 over 10 overall. I mean, because, and this is why. As a woman, particularly a Nigerian woman, there are lots of things that I said in the book. You're like, oh, okay, so shit like that happens in Korea as well. Okay. It's, it's not surprising. I'm reading this book Nothing, and I'm like, yeah. so there was this part where they're talking about, and you, you don't understand this. So you know how it is that you go out with somebody and maybe they're in the same group of friends and things. You go out with somebody, you break up. And then some, other, some of the other guys are talking about the fact that, oh, yes, you know that girl, I'd, I'd hit that. But then somebody now says, well, I couldn't go out with her because it's like going after a broken egg. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. idea is, okay, how precisely the F do you expect a woman to feel when at the exactly. end of the day, she's just going out with people? It doesn't dirty her or scar her or make her less than. It's just the, bare, the, the, the male view on her and the perception that male view has on her is enough to start eroding confidence and eroding um, oh, yeah. a sense of yeah. self-esteem. Yeah. On the other side, there's talk about the fact that, you know, as she grew up, she grew up in a house where there was only one ch- male child 
and there were two female children and the mm-hmm. female children were always obviously given were given the second class treatment the boy was always the one that was seen as the one that needed to be protected the one that needed to be you know given everything the best of everything so it, it's it's one of those books where I think to yourself as a woman, oh, well, I kind of already knew this happened, but I'm dealing with yeah. lots of other things of trying to be an adult and living my life that you're like, okay, but it's good on the other end because, of course, it gives an insight into the Korean society as we spoke, as we speak about in the show. But mm. it also, the way her expression, the expression of her pain and her sorrow and her... Um, her objectification comes into fruition. That for me is the more interesting part. The fact that, as I said in the book, she starts taking on these personalities of lots of different people almost to cope with this disassociation, almost to disassociate herself from her life. There's also in the, obviously the story of her husband, how she meets her husband, the, the sacrifices she has to make so she can be married and have a child. You know, the, the sexual harassment that she faces at work. The, in fact, they talk a lot about sexual harassment all the way from school to work. So you know those stories about how it is that some guys will stand behind you when you're in class and look down your top? How it is that um, some people try to hug you so they can feel your bra, your bra strap? Jeez. They talk about this particular teacher in school who had this long pointy stick and be using it to press the women's boobs. The, it was a wow. long point to still that looked like a finger at the end. I was, you know, and it was, so it, it's all of these things that we are aware of. And the way as women, yeah. a lot of us block, block out so we can just continue to exactly. live. Exactly. Welcome to the patriarchy. Yes. And I think that's exactly what this book is talking about, about the fact that she blocked out a lot of things. She expressed a lot of things, blocked out a lot of things. And then that expresses itself in quite a different way at the end of it. Now, of course, as more will slice in the end, I did not know. I did not know that one of my baby daddies was actually because this this um, book has now been dramatized into a film, and that came out last year. And I didn't know that one of my baby daddies like is in the is in this like like my major one of my major baby daddies Gongyu is in you know was is the main main male lead in this um, particular film, the film version of this book. Um, so, yeah, like, you You're know, psychically... Are you impressed that I just pulled that out? Was like, I, like, I, I mean, I'm psychically connected. I mean, we're psychically connected. I mean, some <laughs> might say that potentially, subconsciously, I mean, I've seen this and then I bought the book, but I'm trying to think back. And honestly, I don't remember seeing anything about this book in Gong Yu's, um bio when yes, I was when I was, I was surprised I actually I'm surprised because that's your man I yes I know but know. you know that I don't follow that I don't follow the guy I don't follow these guys films I follow their life does that make sense ah, okay, okay so gotcha. it's like the gotcha, show may yeah. be shit but they're cool and I don't want to put my now I understand yes I don't put my faith in a show that's going to come out and it's going to be shit and it's going to break my trust in you but if I look at you and I'm like I like you then that's good except of course when you decide to go and get married without letting me know then we're going to have issues. But <laughs> listen, I've said it before. You got to give me warning before you get married. So yeah, that's it. Kim, um, Kim Ji-young, born 1982. It is a good book for you to pick up if you are interested in Korean literature and you're trying to get into Korean literature. It's a good, easy read to get into it. I mean, I read it in like two and a half hours. So it's, 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 very, it's a good, easy read to get into it. Um, I wouldn't say it's going to be one of your forever books, but it's a good one to have. So that's me on that. Hey. I know. I give a book review. <laughs> All right, we're going on to what we're currently watching at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, should I go first? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have that much. Actually, I do. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to expand on a lot of them because I've already mentioned them before last week. 
But at the moment, I'm still watching It's Okay Not To Be Okay. The family is watching is, it. And I cut up. Family. Pardon? I cut up. You cut, oh, you cut up. Because, oh. you know, I hate, I hate waiting to watch things. So, I know the last one came out yesterday. I haven't watched that. But, yeah, I've watched everything else. You watched everything else. Wow. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is the TVN uh, Netflix joint. Uh, so, at the moment, I think I have a, 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 we have a community where basically everyone's been waiting for the new episode to come out. Uh, so much so that I actually know what time it comes out on Netflix. I think it comes out at 3 o'clock. So I watched, the new, I watched the new episode yesterday. It was pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to the one today, but I'm really loving the show at the moment. But I'll do like a proper review when it's finished. But yeah, still, I think on episode nine now of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another couple of weeks and it's going to be over. Uh, something I started this week um, was Memorials. Another name for it is Into the Ring or Ballots. She's a KBS drama. Um, it has Nana in it. Nana from Kill It. Um, and uh, what's his name? Pak Sujun. What's it down? Um, from Psychopath Diary. Um, I wasn't sure about this at first, but I really, really like it. It's about a, a woman who basically becomes um, a, a, what's the word? A, a local, local community representative uh, in her town. And uh, she and uh, it's about she's quite volatile and very um, into let's do the right thing. At the same time, she needs money. Uh, and then there is the guy who is a stickler, who's very much um, you know just sticks to his principles, doesn't do more than is necessary. If it's clock out times at six o'clock, he just leaves at six o'clock. I'm going to like just a stickler kind of um, social service kind of worker, and. Uh, this starts from her basically getting um, getting the idea to run to her being um, elected <laughs> mm. by the funniest circumstance but she gets elected and now is basically muddling through the actual local politics of the area and what happens and stuff like that it's really good it reminds me of Chief, uh, Chief Kim and uh, at the moment I think they're only into I think they've only done about six episodes but I really like Nana in this. I've only seen her in roles where she's quite glamorous and everything. But in this, she plays an every woman really well. And the way it's shot as well, it looks... I think the director must watch a lot of Wes Anderson because he likes his fisheye lens and he does a lot of shots where Nana looks directly to the camera to almost... Um, like at the audience. So it's not breaking the fourth wall, but it's kind of flirting with that idea of it it's it's interesting i really quite like it it doesn't it's not like the typical k drama at the moment i i really quite like it and i like anything where it's about officials and politics and all that kind of stuff i always find that a little bit fascinating so i'm enjoying that uh so i'm also watching train which is an ocn drama i watched that yesterday to see if i was going to actually continue watching it yes Um, that Mm, since it's OCN, you know, OCN, I always call it the Korean HBO, you know, that it's, you know, it's very serious, it's about crime, mm. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's that shot at the Emmy, if there's ever anything like the Emmys, um, it ha- it's Yushu, um, Yoon Shi Hoon is in it, uh, he, he was also in Psychopath Diary, he was the main lead in that, I have a really soft spot for him, because it was one of the first dramas I ever watched, and he's played a detective in this, and, um, the person that's actually quite surprising that is in this is uh, Kong Soo Jin, who is in Witness the Fairy. She was the um, 
the ex-girlfriend who was the uh, gymnast who had the eating disorder. Yeah. Yeah, because she really lost a lot of weight to play that character. Because I, when I saw in another show called is it Nine Stories, where she looked normal, I was like, is it the same actress? It's just really bizarre. She went on method. Wow, she really went method for a weightlifting, uh, weightlifting fairy. But she's in this as well. And she, uh, they put detectives who have a past. And um, I don't know how much I should say, because a lot of this, because I didn't read anything about the show. I just watched it. I think I've read something on it. Isn't it on Vicky? Have you? Mm? Isn't it on Vicky? It's on Vicky. Yeah, I think I read. I, I'm like I'm not that it's inclined to want to watch it. Yes, I'm not inclined to want to watch it. Mm. Um, but um, I think for the guys that probably are listening in, they yeah. give a synopsis. Give us a Vicky synopsis. So there's this, there's this, there's a serial killer on the loose. Um, these two uh, met when they were children. They went through something together and. They both now work in law enforcement. Um, there is a particular train that may be uh, a catalyst for these murders happening, and they're basically trying to get to the bottom of it. How's that? Mm, is there tram travel involved as well? Maybe, maybe not. So it was on Vicky. No, that's the synopsis of Vicky. That's why. I'm <laughs> that's the synopsis of Vicky. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I but it's it's a good show so far. I'm in episode three. I'm still in the. Mm, I don't. Let me keep watching and see because we haven't got to the actual. Here's the theory. Theory we want to run with. Mm. I think the first two episodes are kind of setting the scene and they've done some stuff, but I want to see if this the idea works or not. Mm. Basically, if it mm. does, fantastic. I think this would be a very good show. But if it doesn't, I'm gonna drop it like a hot potato. Mm. But we'll see. I'll give you an update in the next minutes. Um, I'm also, am I watching this? I'm watching this show called Was It Love? It's on Netflix. Uh, it's a ah, yes. drama. From the woman that is in Running Man. Yes, Song Jiho. I'm only watching this for Song Jiho because mm. I absolutely love Song Jiho. She is my girl. Mm. However, That's going to be interesting because I watched, I was trying to watch something that she was in before and... Lovely Horribly? Yeah. That's an awful drama. I know. But I'll get to that when I talk about I could even I start it because that dude is in it as well. I know him. Yeah, I love Sungjiro. I absolutely fucking love her. Um, before I started watching Running Man, I'd seen the show she was in called Gong, and I really liked Gong. And I thought I didn't even know she was in it. And then when I watched Running Man, they kept referring to, oh, she was in Gong and she was a frozen flower. Same frozen flower as well. She's fantastic in it. However. Her newer dramas, uh, the dramas that she filmed during the time of, you know, after Running Man became popular, stuff like Boyfriend Club, Lovely Horribly, this. Whilst I think she does throw herself into the acting craft, I never really enjoy her dramas. You don't think that she acted it for her? You think no, she, I she's think enthusiastic? She, like, Oh no, she she. You know that thing where they say that you cannot be, um, you can't be self-aware. You, you have mm-hmm. to just throw, your, throw yourself into what you're doing and act. She does that. I I see her dedication. Mm. However, maybe it's the character. Maybe I it's don't the script. Like the character. Because sometimes maybe the script. You know, we're talking about Guara and the fact that she was, she's been picking some bombs of scripts. You know, over the last few years after the reply. It's, exactly. So that, that could, could be, be that. Well. It could be that. So she plays a single mother in this. And uh, she has a, you know, she has a kid. Um, she's working as a film producer, and 
basically the the whole premise of this whole show is that there are four guys which of the four is her baby daddy mm. and at the moment the guy that they are basically pointing towards to that this is the end game um who is uh who was a he's a, a he's an author i think he's called um his son hong jun who is actually in reply in 1994 um i'm forgetting his character his name of the character in that but he was the guy that used to always want to go to a club but he was uh he was always ejected oh leslie kim no leslie kim oh um i i know him i yeah 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 starts with C. His name starts with C. I don't remember that. what his name is, but I remember I'm remembering you his character. The one that yeah. used to go with the guy that was Leslie Kim, right? Yes, and they were trying to enter a club, but they always get For some ejected. reason, I keep thinking, so, I keep thinking the name they were giving to him was started with a T. But I know the one, the one with the curly perm, that was the boy yes, perm. Yes, the yeah. curly perm, him. With the boy perm, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he's the mysterious best-selling no- novel writer. Anyway, all these guys have a past with her. Some she doesn't know that she has, like realize of the feelings they had for her or whatever oh, this but that's the way they're playing it but i don't really i don't like it i i don't like the guy that they're trying to do the end game with there's a gangster which i even think is a better placed male lead than this guy um but i think i don't know i don't want to badmouth it too much because who knows it might get better but it's not i don't really like mm. it at the moment it is on my list it's on my netflix list now like you said it's because of her um mm. and that guy's name the, the reason why i'm so frustrated is because you know i tend to know the names of the characters as opposed to the actual actors and mm. it's so irritating to me because i know exactly what he looks like he's the one whose father's his father okay. owns the um all the buses in their little town yeah i know everything guy. about this guy character and the fact that he had the girlfriend that he was you see how i'm referring back to reply 1994 right here but yeah, he, oh god. His name is. Hold on, I don't want his it. real name. I want his show name. No, I already told you his real name. Yeah. Hey Tay. Ah, that's it. Hey Tay. Ah, god, hey, that was going to irritate me if I didn't if I didn't get it. Hey Tay. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, you honestly, it's it's not bad. There are worse dramas than wasn't love, but I just. You had high hopes for I'm not for really her. getting on board mm. with it personally. I've watched better dramas, but hey, I want to support Sanjiu. Um, and then the last one I'm watching at the moment as well is to all the guys who loved me or men are men. It's also called men are men. Yeah, I um, saw that. It's Hong. It's Hong Jung Im's second show. She was in Mystic Pop Up Cafe earlier, and that was fantastic. So I was like, okay, let's see if this will be good as well. Um, and eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I she, watched Mystic Pop Up Cafe. I'm going to talk about that. Okay, uh, she works as a leader of a web comic planning team. She meets <laughs> there's this guy who she's grown up with, and there's this other guy who's a CEO, and it's basically who she goes to end up with. And then they've added some weird storyline of the fact that they're we in cannot that in all their previous lives they've always had this issue of who she's going to end up with. I uh, I'm. <laughs> I want to like this drama, but I really don't. Because <laughs> I like two of the main... I, I like Hong Joon, and I really like um, Sun Human. I think he's... I really like him. He's a great actor, but he's playing this stoic, I don't talk much CEO. And it's just... It's just... Uh, it's he's out of character. I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's, I, know, it's, I really want to support her career, because... I always thought that she learned from all her bad habits of her 
the stuff she used to do before. But um, so far, not really feeling this as well. But it's mm. on Vicky if anyone wants to watch it. It's uh, called To All the Guys I Loved. To All the Guys That Loved Me. Yeah, so that's what I'm watching at the moment. Cool. So, what, oh, sorry, just to say, I'm finishing uh, my Unfamiliar Family. I'll talk about that in the next podcast. That was um, family? My Unfamiliar Family. Why does that sound familiar? I mentioned it in the last podcast. It's the one I watched because of the um, girl from Age of Youth is in it. The, yes. the oldest is yes. in it. It's such... I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Um, it's the last two episodes next week, so... I'll talk about I'll talk about it. Do like a proper review when um, in the next podcast. Um, I'm also watching You Are My Destiny, um, which is the Chinese version yes. of Faker to Love You. Um, I only I'm watching this purely because of um, I've watched three versions of that story, and I just thought might as well watch the Chinese version. I've watched Taiwanese version. I've watched the Japanese version. I've the Korean version. I was like, eh, watch Chinese version. And also because the main couple in it. Um, Zing Xiao Lin and Lin Jay are the couple in Eternal Love and I really love Eternal Love. I've watched Eternal Love 1 and Eternal Love 2 and apparently it's going to be Eternal Love 3 as well. It's the estate agent that basically goes back into um, uh, what, what what's the Chinese? What's the, the old times called? I don't know because I know there are lots of the Qing era. Yep, that <laughs> goes back to the old times of that era. Mm. Um, that's the main the Mingo, there are lots yeah, of them. I don't know. And it uh, goes back into that era as a as a as a one of the wives of this king that's played by um by uh, uh Zhao Lin. Anyway, to see them again as a couple in this, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. And it's so far so good, but I want to see what the Chinese would do with the story because the Japanese version is very bittersweet. The Korean version is ends happily, even though there's some you know soap opera like uh hurdles uh you know along the way and then the taiwanese version is just ends happily with the whole oh you know everyone be kind kind of um lesson at the end but the chinese version so far is kind of following the taiwanese version but it's still very long i think they're about 36 episodes i don't know why i mean they're 25 minutes but still it's quite long. <laughs> but it sounds and, um, like those shows follow the same premise of what we've always talked about when we talk about Japanese, Korean, and Chinese, and Taiwanese cinema, which is the, the tropes. I mean, it's inevitable that the Japanese version is going to be bittersweet because the Japanese mm. version is always... It's very real. It's very... Japanese oh, shows gray. tend to be very real, mm. very grey. Korean mm. versions, like, they like their... They like their pretty little bubbles, and they usually try to put it together in a bowl. For the Chinese and Taiwanese version, it's always very sickly sweet. You know, it's, and it's always like there's always a lesson. They always have that lesson yeah. of be kind or you know be uh, be a good human being, yeah. forgive people, all that kind of stuff. This is what the Chinese version is doing. But Which, I mean, we we'll see how it's considering like, the way the the Chinese um, the current Chinese incarnation is. It seems like someone is lying to somebody, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's and okay. lastly. <clears throat> And I'll talk about it when I finish this. Will be, this will be in a few months' time. Is The Untamed. After being told by so many people to watch this, I've started to watch it. Um, it's a book set epic. This must be very, very good. I've only watched uh, the first episode. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Um, we'll see. Um, I've heard it's meant to be fantastic. And so far, I'm intrigued. So I'll tell you about that when I finish it. That's it. Cool. Cool. So um, what am I watching? Um, so of course, like we said, the family is watching, um, it's okay not to be okay. And 
I because again, I'm the sort of person who just I just I just binge watch stuff. So I've watched everything to episode eight. I'm going to watch episode nine today today, possibly just to get it off my list. Um yeah it, it was what i found interesting about it, and i think i can say this because even though the family have watched it it's not going to break anything is the fact that the main male leads or in fact the main leads they seem to be diametrically opposite to each other when you compare you know um it's okay not to be okay and encounters while um Pagugum's character in encounters is very joyful and positive and happy um yeah. whatever's character in um it's okay not to be okay seems to be dark kind of miserable, kind of, you know, depressed. <laughs> I don't like it. Got a lot of the Literally, it's diametrically, like, characters, the male-male lead character are diametrically opposite. And in fact, so are the women. For sure. The male-male leads, so it's fascinating because, of course, the same PD, which I've now decided to support his career, the PD, as opposed to, you know, the actors and things. Well, of course, because back, you know, back, that's different. But that PD, I'm going to support his career because I, I'm finding, I'm liking what it is that he's produced, both mm. in Encounters and It's Okay Not To Be Okay. So that's mm. um, a good one. It'll be interesting for us to all talk about it at the end when we finish watching it as a family. Mm. Um, I think it'd be good to get the, the Sibs perspective on it. Mm. Um, the other one I'm watching, and I say I'm watching it, is Island. So ask me what that's a reality. It, exactly, exactly. Ask me how I got onto it. I'd watched. Isn't um, that the one from? Isn't that the big hit producer that is doing that bank? Yeah, music? the guy that put the uh, big bank together, and then he has that guy. Um, I keep oh, on no, calling him praise. He put BTS together. BTS, yes. And there's this guy that uh, I keep calling one of him praise, but I think it's Rain. Rain. Rain is there. Yeah, Rain. Yeah, in it, and rain. then there's this um producer another producer guy in there and basically it's a reality show about this bunch of children i think they were all 23 of them or something who go to the island and uh, and they go basically it is and it's this purpose-built building and and it's huge huge um and they're going there and only 12 of them can be on the island and then everybody else goes to the ground and they do every week they have this competition to sh- showcase their singing their dancing their you know teamwork all the sort of stuff and right. if you are on the island and you don't do well you get voted off and then some people from the ground get replaced with you anyway there's only i've watched um i think there are three there are four episodes but i've only watched episode three and this is everything that's happened in that first time now ask me why i started I was watching a couple of shows, which I'll talk about later, because they left a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, ugh, I don't want to think about the next thing I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a pop, I'm not a K-pop person. But I was like, let's see what this thing is. And it's, it, 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 it's, int- it's not interesting. It's funny, I think, in the sense that it's a reality TV show. So you already know what the machinations are. But the difference is that there's a lot of young, like small kids. Like, I say small kids, they're like in their... The youngest is about 13 or something, 14 like that. And they're being asked mm. to make these decisions about voting off their potential friends from their group um, so they can prosper and, be, and you know, they can, they can become an idol group potentially. And I'm looking at this because I'm like, oh my God, this is so mean. And then some of them so, that are so cute. Um, There's this particular boy, he's called Taki. He's um, right. Japanese. I think he's the youngest. Uh-huh. And, he, you know, in the beginning, he was doing, when we were doing like their auditions and showing what they could do. Yeah. He had he had this pose and he was trying to do like his mean monster face because he was singing a song by Monster or something and he was so cute he was like oh your cheeks I just want to pull your cheeks you little chicken 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 
Okay. <laughs> no, I know that. Suppose there's gonna be some, you know, little girl going, "Oh my god, I love this guy." But I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel oh like the mom." He's such an elf. I know, but and I just feel like their mom. Like, oh, and there's this guy whose name is Hey Song, and it seems this Hey Song guy is used to. He's known as a pre-pop idol person, and he, I, I don't know. It's drama. But basically, a lot of things left a lot of bad taste in my mouth. So I decided to sort of watch this as a palate cleanser, and it's okay. It's not. It's not tasking. It's okay. not a tasking film. So, oh sorry, it's a film um show. So it's something I think I'll dip in and out of almost again. Like I said, as a palate cleanser when things are not going well for all of the other shows I'm watching. So I think that's the only thing. I just finished um Bride of the Century. Um, oh. It was on my watching list, but I finished it yesterday. So, yeah, that's uh, that's part of my watched list now. So, yeah. um, I don't know what I'm going to watch next, but, yeah, that's where I am. What about you? Okay. So, you talk about... Uh, so, that's it. So, in terms of... That's, so, that's what you're currently watching. Mm. Okay. Um, for finished, uh, I finished watching... Oh, God. Okay, let's start with that. Um, Sweet Munchies. JTBC. I was so disappointed in you guys. You guys usually at least bring yes, that's on Vicky. This seriously, JTBC. Um, it's Jingle Wu's drama. Um, him from Hechi, him from Cinderella and the Seven Nights. You know, he just came back from the military. He came back with Hechi, but this is his second project after that. And he plays a chef who has one of the speakeasies. I really like his uh, place. His actually. vibe, like. I like the place. I was like, you know, I would go there if I was like, you know, in Seoul. Uh, it has this late night snack uh, restaurant, and there's this producer that often comes in to have a drink. And this producer is a, um, a temporary worker at this uh, TV sh- uh, TV channel, and she's trying to basically be permanent. So she has this idea to have a <laughs> a gay chef. Um, do a program where he basically offers advice to people. Now, why the chef has to be gay, she can't explain. She just goes, oh, her character goes, oh, it's just, you know, because it's something that hasn't been seen before because it's different. To be honest, that's how most so TV shows So it almost seems so. very tokenism, seems very... But bear in mind a lot of TV shows in real life, that's how they're made. <laughs> uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> um, so he he's in a pickle. Um... Oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> okay, don't say because it is on my list. Oh, is it on your list? It is okay. on my list. In, he gets into a pickle, and so oh, so I can't even. Okay, the people are going to be like, lie that "This is what we do anyway." I can't. I can't explain because we haven't watched it yet. No, so I have I'll a feeling that the pickle to... is that he probably claims that he's gay, so that he can get on the show, and then it turns out he's not gay, and then he falls in love with this girl. Oh no! Well, I was going to say he could pretend he's gay anyway because that's in the description. But mm. I was the pickle and stuff. I was going to go into it, but. Don't worry, I wouldn't. I won't go into it since you haven't watched it yet. But mm. okay, maybe I'll watch about my next show. I watch on my next show, so we can we can yeah, talk about it. Yeah, I I I thought it was bullshit. And if you're watching for anyone, it's for the guy um, Lee Hak Joe. He was in World of Married, and he plays the gay um, stylist or fashion designer in this. If the show was from his point of view, it would have been a better show. Mm. But it's I gave it like three out of ten. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just annoyed. <laughs> We we'll talk about it when you've watched it. Mm. Um, uh, this one too. I think you, you. Do you still want to watch Dinner Mates? I don't remember what that's about. Um, so Dinner Mates. Do you want to have dinner tonight? Uh, which is an NBC drama. It's it's the one I said that the guy from the Big Show. Is it the Great Show? 
yeah. the guy that was playing the politician no. in that? No. Isn't it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, know that you don't remember it. No, you don't, you're not going to watch it. No, I don't remember it. And pretty good chance I'm not going to watch it because for some reason, something in my head is saying, you don't want to watch that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I gave the link for it where you could watch it on UK. Mm. But if, you, okay, if you're not going to watch it then. Um, it's, uh, it's uh, what's his name? Song Hyun can never say his name. Song Hyun At least I you think. try. At least oh, you Song try. Hyun. And um, Seo Jihei. I'll just call her Jihei. Um, the lady from Crash Landing on you who played second lead in that. It's born this drama. Um, it's about this psychiatrist who meets this um, web, well, YouTube, uh, YouTube producer. And uh, they end up, how can I explain it? They meet, um, they become dinner mates. Um, she has a breakup and he, they both come back from, come, come back from having some, um, both having breakups. They meet at Jeju Island. He does the psychiatry with food with his client, clients. Um, though he doesn't tell her who he is or anything mm. like that. Anyway, they meet, they have this really sweet, like, friendship. Um, we've come into something more. But um, her ex, the exes come back into the picture and basically try and derail the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking think, about this last time. Yeah, it's such, I, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I think the exes are basically the worst, worst set of exes I've ever seen in the show. But, and I think that they were... Because it's finished now, and I think that they probably give them way too much airtime, but so screen time. But I really liked this. It was so cozy, and both of them have so much chemistry. And I just really like the little world that's created there. I think you should watch it. Okay. Um, and I, I even bought the soundtrack because I liked some of the music that was played on there, particularly okay. Midnight Cinderella by Ian. And I think Ovan sang the main theme, theme called Dynamite as well. But I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Um, it's nothing groundbreaking and it's tropey, but they did the tropes well, I thought. Okay. I, um, but I did enjoy the main lead and the second lead in this. Um, I think you should watch it and we can talk about it better when you, when you watch it. You don't have to rush to watch it, but when you ever do. Mm-hmm. I don't mind reviewing it with you. Okay. Um, I went for an oldie because it was something that's come on Vicky. I had it on my list to watch for about two years, <laughs> but I never got to watch it because it was not anywhere. It's called The Witch's Romance, which is a TVN drama. It's, uh, it was Park Seo Joon's breakthrough drama. Um, it's a Nuna romance. Uh, it's about this woman who is a reporter and is um, called a witch at work because of basically she gets shit done, which I thought was... Of course, sexist, but you know, <laughs> this is the world. This is Korea, I guess. Um, but anyway, she's single, and then she meets this guy called Dung Ha, played by Park Soo Joon. There's some shit that happens, and basically, they get into a friendship, and he basically falls in love with her, but she doesn't want to date him because of he's too young. And then her ex boyfriend comes back into the picture. As it's very like, to. yeah, it's very, you know. Yeah, I understand. It's what I liked about it was Pastor Jim was fantastic in this. I think I can say now with confidence that this guy can have chemistry with a bookcase. Like, tell him, yeah, so Jim, you're going to act like you're interested in that lampshade, and he can do it because he knows how to project 
this whole um, I'm in love with you or I've got to have you thing very, very well. Because at first I was like, mm, I don't know. But he actually did pretty, pretty well in this. Um, well, I know he's your guy. I know he's one of those guys that you are... I love Parks and Jones. Yes, he are pushing. He was very believable in this, I mm. thought. Um, the fashion was very interesting. Well, uh, it was how many years ago? 2014. Mm. Um, yes, actually. The, yeah. the male, the female lead... I think I don't know if they the stylist the stylist was <laughs> very <laughs> like it was very hit and miss but at the far end of hit and miss you know how you're like I don't believe the same person that picked this outfit is the person that picked this outfit it's yeah. like I did several is the person bipolar I don't understand <laughs> but there were some times when I was like why is she dressed like this and sometimes I was like, oh, actually, this looks okay. It, but every time she came on screen, I was like, okay, what monstrosity is she going to be wearing? Um, I just think they could have dressed her better. Mm. I just, I mean, because she was, the woman is pretty and she has a good figure and everything. Mm-hmm. But the, what they put her in, I was just like, I know it was 2014, but 2014 wasn't that long ago. And I just thought, wow, the outfits are terrible <laughs> but yeah the fashion could have been better the bromance that he has with yun hyun min mm-hmm. uh who is also in men men are men um is epic mm. it's one of the best bromances i've seen on screen and it was a little bit odd because i'm used to hyun min having um oh by the way he was in hollow love as well okay. um i'm used to him having um bromance with uh john kyu ho because that's his real life best friend so they do cameos together and they're always so I thought, oh, this is Park Seo Joon. This would be interesting if you can pull it off. But it was very good. And then I found out later that they won a Best Couple Award. <laughs> and so I was like, yes, well-deserved. Because to me, I thought that bromance was fantastic. So okay. all in all, I gave watch it, it. Because I'm curious now. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's like, you know, <laughs> tropey, but... The good things in it, like Park Seo Joon, bromance, the good things are good. Elevates it. The good <laughs> things know? are good. The bad things, like the fashion. The bad things are just yeah. I gave it like a six out of ten. Mm. It was good. I, I didn't feel oh I've wasted my life watching this. <laughs> I felt like okay, yeah, that was what I expected it to be, kind of, yeah. um, you know. But yeah, the witches romance is now Vicky, so I, I watched it, and then finally I saw Intense Love. And this is just for me. Just this, it's not. I'm not really going to go into it. Um, but it's it's this um Chinese drama where this uh genius doctor and actress who um <laughs> who <laughs> who get together after the actress find out that they were betrothed when they were children, and it's just very sickly sweet. It's one of those sweet Chinese dramas, very much like love love um zero what do, point. What do you call it? it? Oh, intense love. Hmm. Um, oh point is it zero point zero? Is that what they call it? Love zero point zero. Have you seen that? No, I think that's on Vicky. It's very much in the same league as that. It's like it's so sweet. It gave me a cavity. It was so so sweet. Um, but I really like the actress in this. Well, the actress that plays the actress in this. She's her character was great because she was, you know, self very self aware. She was, you know, kind, hardworking. She wasn't. I. I liked her, and because I liked both characters, mm. I was like, okay, I'll buy into your love and all those other things. But it was, it was just a sweet show to watch. So there was not massive like um, obstacles or what's, what's it called? called, like nothing, 
nothing earth shattering happens, but it was just a sweet drama. Um, you don't, I don't see a lot of Chinese dramas like it, and I really like Love, um, Love Zero Point Zero. I'm sorry, Zero Two Zero. I really like that. So I was like, this is very much like that. If you like that drama. Okay. So yeah. Oh, just want to give a shout out to Drama Fever, where I first watched um, Love Zero Point Zero. She's now defunct. Call one out for the homies. I think this is the second year that we're mourning you, Drama Fever. Okay. That's the last thing I watched in full. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, hmm, what I watched. So I'm going to try and go quickly through it. Um, I watched my mister. I think I talked about it in the last show. So I completed it. Cool. I liked it. It over 10. Um, I think they were a bit like overdramatic mellow moments in it. But, <laughs> very dramatic. But, I, but I, I'm really, really, I was very positively i could i have to rate um i use acting very well in it because she comes across as very layered layered and then when, mm. of course i heard a story about the fact that she was raised by her grandmother i can understand why certain things the depiction of certain things in the show mm. probably may have hit quite close to home when she was filming because you mm. could see a rawness in her performance that mm. um made sense in my mister mm-hmm. lovely horribly um eight three out of ten boring never thought i'd say you know i mean it's a horror romance so you know i like all this fancy cbs but it's so freaking boring i wanted to just slip my wrist i think i just okay that's a bit extreme but um i was out of it i think after episode two really yeah i, was gone. Yeah, I didn't yeah i know i, I got to episode three i can't i can't believe two, i can't believe i did actually watch those two episodes anyway i watched dr prisoner because nam jong i was like mm, let's course, see um yeah because it's his it, this was a show after stove league yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I heard, so basically, he did he played, very well as well. But he play, he play, he plays a doctor who uh, works in West Seoul Prison, mm. and there's a lot of machinations around how he got, why he is that he's working in this hospital, all the things that happened to him, and you see, in Stove League, I think like I mentioned, the fact that he broke away from type mm. was what made it very positive for me because I do like him as an actor, but in Doctor Prisoner, he goes back to type. And I think that's where the problem is for me because it just it was just a bit too much. Um but his arch nemesis is the guy who played Dr. Cha. Yeah. In yeah, um whatever. Right. But I think he's also got Dr. Cha here. So I think you know the family's wrote about the fact that all Chas are all Chas are evil. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, three out of ten on that. Um then I watched Melo is my nature. Oh, you watched Melo is my nature. Yes. How did you think of okay, it? Okay, so I give it a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. Like I was stuck between giving it a six and a seven, but I give it a six out of ten. Now mm-hmm. I think, like you mentioned when we originally when you originally talked about this, the premise behind it is good. The idea, I mean, the way they talk about um, you know gay relationships, the way they talk about grief, about friendship. Of course, you know the fact that you're a single mother and the decision you take as a single mother. I think that was you know I I really liked those premises. Those felt as though they were well thought of. But then I think I said. The last five epi- five episodes, execution. It yeah. was horrible. Like, yeah, I, I felt it was rushed. I felt it was um, it was the parts that were so rushed. The parts that were elongated. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt so disjointed. I think those last five episodes felt really, really dis- disjointed from a beginning that felt like the writer knew what they were doing. The end felt like the light writer was let me just finish this or let me try and be so over you know auteur in the way I'm presenting this that mm. just didn't work for me. Um, but I did really, really enjoy, you know, as usual, when people talk about friendship and the way that that's executed, um, I like the humor in it. I, I like the fact that the friendship 
I mean, listen, something is going on in your life and your friend is just moving to your house. Of course, the fact that you have a huge, you know, a huge, wonderful house is a good thing. But it's like, yep. come on. Like, yeah, but it just was sweet. It was, I, I like that. It was good. And the yeah. little boy, the son. Oh. The rudest, <laughs> rudest little shit that exists in this world. Like, if I had a child like that, I would slap that child to be no he, he gave his mom a love hassle. Yes. He definitely did. Yes. I watched Tom Together, which you recommended, the variety, the variety show with Song oh, yes. and Jasper Um, I might potentially be getting a crush. Like, I think Songi's, um, my crush on Songi, if I get one, is going to be mm-hmm. a very intellectual crush. He's going to be an intellectual crush. He's going to be an intellectual crush in the sense that I am thinking about him. I'm like, he is going to be an excellent baby daddy. Like, he sings, he dances, he acts. He acts. Which he, I, I'm not a big fan of his singing or his dancing, so that's either here or there. The acting, yeah, he's okay. The the fact that he was in the um, special forces during his military service, yeah, which means the man has energy. Of course, you say that, but when you look at the show, you're like, where the fuck was that energy? But Shetta what got me, and I'm like, yes, potentially that is my potential real baby daddy. He what? is smart. He, oh, is he is brilliant. Like he is brilliant. And you know how I feel about smart people. He is like when I when I was just like ah. My eggs are saying we want that smartness in us. Like, with my looks and his brains, we could take over the world. As, as, you know, our offspring could take over the world. Anyway, so him, seriously considering, uh, like I said, it's an intellectual exercise. While Gongyu and Pak Bugong were very groin-inspired, his mm-hmm. is very brain-inspired. Of course. So, yeah, so it's potential. Very but anyway, it's, um, it, it's basically the story of these two guys who don't speak the same language, who, be, who can just about communicate together in English. Yeah, one, one Chinese, one Korean. One Chinese, one Korean, traveling across um, parts of Asia. Mm. Um, and it was, it was an interesting one because Jasper Liu's career obviously is not quite as established as Sungi's is. But part of the premise of the show is that when they go to these new countries, they get to meet their fan who recommended um, them to come. And they get to do all these different tasks before they can get mm. the clue to go meet their, um, their, uh, their fan. And mm. it's the producer of Running Man yep. who actually produced it. And, you know, I, kept, I, I like the part where Songi went to go and get the, um, the fans, the cave drama, cave pop fans to go and attack him and take a picture. Yeah, to hide his face. yeah. That was very, very I was funny. Because so, when I first saw him, I was like, uh-uh, that's, that's PD Joe. Mm. That's Joe PD. That's mm. Joe PD. So I, I called Dama and I was like, Dama, Joe PD is on the show. I'm sure it's him. Mm-hmm. And then I did some Googling and I found out that, oh no, he and um, another PD basically formed like a production company mm. and are doing these variety shows for Netflix. Uh. The first one is Busted and then there's this yeah, one together. Busted, and I, and I was busted, like, yeah. no wonder that Jay Sook was on Busted. I was like, and Songi as well was on Busted. Mm. So I was like, ah, it all makes sense. But yeah, JPD yeah. did the best to me, the best years of uh, Running Man. Was under JPD. Yeah. It was fantastic. But he did say that he chose Songi because Songi has a personality in all the variety shows. He obviously has a lot of experience variety show, but For he's sure. also the fact that I felt that Songi is someone who gets along, gets along well with everybody. And Jasper Liu, his career just yeah, coming up was felt that he was, you know, he was, and he's also someone who's, who has, who's very crushed on in Korea, it seems, Jasper Liu. Mm, he is. So, he yeah, is. so that was good. But I think that, like, I was just, I, was, I wrote here, Shangi is very mischievous. Like, I he's love, so freaking. Like, 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 so, the times that he would trick poor, poor Jasper. And I'm like, Jasper, why are you so gullible? I know, but it's also because you don't think that yours, you know, your Sunday is going to be such a little shit, do you? 
Um, but yeah, so I, I did find that interesting. So I was like eight over ten, and you know I'm not a big fan of variety shows. So the fact that I gave it an eight over ten tells me, you know, I I enjoyed it. Hmm. Okay. So tell me, why did you like Mystic Papa Bar? Mystic Papa Cafe. I liked yeah. it because I just really liked it. I liked the story. I liked the actors in it. I thought she played. She was better as an actress in this than any other show I've watched. Maybe apart from she was pretty. Um, but I just liked the story of it. The story was what got me. I really mm. liked it. I preferred her in Undateables, but I think I liked her in Undateables Don't because like Undateables. no, I liked her in Undateables because of the way that I mean, obviously, I have issues with Undateables generally as a show, but the mm. way that she was introduced to us in Undateable grabbed me a lot more than ah. Mr. Popper Bar. So I watched Mr. Popper Bar. I had to tap on at I think episode at the end of episode two because I mean. The best bit for me of the show in those two episodes I watched was the young character, the young version of her in the beginning. Mm-hmm. By the time they got to the modern version, I felt that, I mean, the, the premise is there, but the execution I felt was very problematic. There was a lot of overacting. Like, there was so much overacting in those first two episodes. I was like, no, I, I just can't see through this. It felt very, and I felt like I could predict every action of what was going to happen in that first two episodes. And also the makeup, there was just so much. She was wearing so much makeup. Like, she was wearing a lot of makeup. Like, it felt like a thick layer of makeup. And I was like, why? Why so much makeup? But this was just me. But like I said, I couldn't get past the first two episodes. Um, I tried to begin the third episode, but I think I was at that point, I went to go and watch Island because I was like, I need something to sort of clear my palate because this is just... It just... It wasn't hitting. I think I really wanted to like it, not going to lie, because you had recommended it so highly. Okay, that's but fair I, enough. But I just, couldn't, like I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll try going in again, but... Mm, but like I said, the best part for me was the young version of her. I felt that was actually very good. She act that is a she's a good young actress, and it's con- mm. it's good to see the consistency of her acting in this. Um, then I watched um, Prison Playlist. Oh, you finished that? So I, yeah, so I finished Prison Playlist. I gave it a seven over, over ten. Um, I found it interesting because you know I'd watch Hospital Playlist. Mm. So I think. Oh, this mean Prison Playbook. Is it play? Oh, I call it playlist. Yeah, playbook. That's mm-hmm. the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that, and um, I was it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting the way they depicted criminals in Korea. It was interesting the jails because those jails are beautiful. I'm like, I don't know Very any. Beautiful. I don't. Why is there a squeaky noise in my house? Okay, I don't know any yeah. British prison who. I mean, all the British and American prisons I have seen don't look that good. But it was sense. very clean, very well put together. The story was funny. I think because I watched prison play, sorry, hospital playlist or playbook, uh, it was playlist in hospital playlist. Um, I had an idea of certain tropes that were turned on its head. So that didn't really surprise mm. me that much when I watched the prison play le- playbook. Um, mm. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't, there was a lot, there are a lot of, um, well, I say I won't say stereotypes, but definitely there are a lot of expected things that I saw. There was I wasn't really surprised by that many things in it. It was good to see Crystal Young in this uh, in this role um in the show, mm. but I was very troubled by their romance because of the age difference. I was very troubled by that. That's because, to me is the only problem. They could have cut that all out <laughs> because like 
the no it's actually well yes it was the the romance was a bit mm, but also it was also the age difference because in mm. real life yes okay there's an age difference but in the show there's an age difference like there's an there's age a, difference yeah and I'm she like, was a kid exactly and I'm like ew that was the only bit I was so uncomfortable about and I just felt that they even then there was so much fat they could have cut out about that relationship and mm. everything I, I agree like, I agree and that's the ugh. sister the crying sister oh my god I mean I understand why she's crying but dang she didn't stop crying at some point but it also made me think about the fact of prison playlist, sorry, of hospital playlist. So, mm. um, the character of that guy that, you know, you like, that he's not bad, he's a good actor. The one who plays the, the prison guy. King Hill. Mm. The prison guy. Okay. Mm. So, something happens in um, prison playbook that is duplicated in hospital playlist. Mm-hmm. Right? With For that character. Yeah, he dates, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so I was like, ah, so this is, so if they're going to continue, they're going to keep bringing this one up over and over again, are they? So that was quite interesting. I gave it a 7 over 10. Um, the thing I also thought about was the fact that it seems as though in Korea, all people that are principled have shitty haircuts that look, that look like chestnuts. You remember that in um, It's One Class? That haircut yeah. is exactly oh, right. the same oh, haircut. Oh, right, the mushroom haircut. The mushroom haircut is exactly the same haircut. I was like, what? Are they meant to look like idiots or something because they are principled or something? I don't know. But it was, I was, because I just kept looking at that haircut, like, that hair itself needs a show just by itself. That hair, that right. haircut needs a show just I by agree. itself. Yeah, and then, um, true. I watched Bride of the Century, K-drama, I gave it a 5 over 10, because I think I skipped, like, half of it. Mm-hmm. It was also done in 2014. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. fashion is suspect. <sighs> Very suspect. And suspect. it's also pretty predictable. But I mm. I say that, but there was a certain part that threw me a bit, like the story of why it is how they how the story of the story within the family. So the idea is meant to be that the first wife of any of the oldest male who marries in the family dies. Yeah. Mm. And um, to combat this, one one woman who's trying to marry into the family decides to find someone who looks exactly like her mm. to come and take on her role to marry this guy. Presumably, so that she can die, then pop out and say, "Well, I didn't really die," and a lot of bullshit. To be very frank with you, um, and then of course the first male of the family, who is the usual trope of being a useless individual who is insulting and you oh, know yeah. an, a, 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 a despicable human being, um, so despicable, um, falls in love with the you know the, with the fake version, and you know hilarity or pain ensues. The end, I think, was much more interesting. The way that certain things were explained. Mm. That was much mm. more interesting than I think mm. about eighty percent of the show as a whole. So yeah. the last, I'd say the last fifteen to twenty percent of the show, which happened towards the end, were much more interesting to me. Mm. And just before I finish, I want to just mention something. Mellow is my uh, mellow is my nature. Yeah. Right. The handbag. We talked about it on the family group. How is it that an unemployed writer can be carrying a Electrex that costs three thousand pounds? How? How? And I didn't even go on about the Fendi that she was carrying. I didn't go about the Louisville she was carrying. All these handbags that she... I cannot... And bear in mind that further on in the show, they now say, oh, she only has one designer luxury handbag, which is the one she bought originally. I was like, no, no. She has a Valextrex. She has a fucking Fendi. What? Anyway, so... I, have, I like to think the, the writer was being... Was being uh, what's that word? Was openly mocking the show as well because you know they do talk about PPL later on yes. later on more overtly yes but I, I just think 
Yeah, no, but you know, K dramas are known for this because remember the, the show I was watching that they had that they, the whole, the whole, the whole extra team had a Salim bags. All of the extras, like there were five Why of them, they all were kind of Salim bags. I'm like, how? How did they go and get? Uh, like how did they go and get some of these uh, chebo women to come and do extra? And they all decided to carry their bag of Dujon, which was the Celine uh, box bag. Look, man, this is this is a world where if someone wants to take you to a spot, they take you to Subway. I mean, I was just like, I mean, like God. who goes to Subway to have a sandwich nowadays? You know, of all the places you go to, it's like, oh yeah, you know what? Let's go have a sandwich. Let's go to Subway. You're like. Well, people go to subways. That would actually do like subway. It exists I know, but in the world. It's, no, but it's even it's not because even people. Because when you read Nezin comments, even Koreans are like, "Who is going to subway?" Like when subways popped out in the first in the last episode of "It's Okay but Not Okay," everyone was like, "Really? I know, right? <laughs> are we on this again? I <laughs> subway?" people like that is because they are not popular because i know to build up but subway your... have basically gone all the shows that are doing well just tell me we're good let us do money and you know something <laughs> money it, it's probably working for them there are probably people out oh. there who are going to subways and depending on the subway you can go there and you can say oh this is where this particular show took place the romance yes of... they can so why not but dang when i saw Subway, because it was just so weird it was, was just like, so why? freaking weird like the people i was like how did Subway pop up in this town in the middle of nowhere? What the? Why? Like, no. Uh, go away, Subway. But, you know, that. Yes. And it was, it's just very interesting, the way all of these things go. But those are my shows. That's what I've watched. Okay. And yeah. So. Good good Oh, we're making We're making good time. time. Yeah. Yeah, with two minutes. Brilliant. Okay, I think we've covered a lot this week. We did. Um, uh, we still have. Um, I think I'll finish more shows by the next time this comes around. I'm taking a little bit of a break at the moment because mm. I need to finish some anime. But um, I will finish all these. Uh, I hopefully I'm trying to finish uh, that Voxia show, what's called The Untamed, mm. by next by next episode because I just want to see what is the what is the hype. <laughs> what is the hype in the show? So we'll see. Is there anything particularly that you're gunning for to finish, or are you just no. going? I'm just going to do my usual how the how you know my Lucy Goosey how the mood catches me. I'm going to try and watch that show you talked about. Um, so we can talk about it next week. Uh, which one was it? I don't remember. When I listen to the show back, I remember what it is that I watched. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, so I, I I so I think I'm just going to be a bit more Lucy Goosey. I'm I think um. Like you, I'm trying to because there are lots of other shows that are not K dramas, J dramas, or C dramas that I'm that I need to watch because I feel as I'm so far behind on them. So I'm trying to watch them in between everything else I'm watching. And then of course I've started back on Babylon Five, my Babylon Five box set. Ah, okay. There's so, peace so in the world. So I need to watch that. And then of course I'm reading books as well. And then at work, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I will yeah, watch something and I will talk about it. But I always say this, and then I end up watching like a gazillion shows. I'm like, oh my god, so I watch this, oh my god, I watch that, oh my god, I watch that. So yeah, you just never know. Something might just come in, like, you know what? I can that's yeah. I, I think I can I think I can finish that if I just you know keep it all, If I was dedicated, honest, yeah. I'm doing multitask as it's going on. I'll give you an okay. update on Island. You know, I'll let you know. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Another reason I continue watching is that Nam Jung is actually the um MC. No, he's not. Yes, he is. 
he's not. Yes, he is. I'm June. Yes. No, what he's is not the one that was in the one that was in Doctor Prisoner? Not that. Not your. Oh, I thought you said. <laughs> Nam, do you his, know name, his, his name is not Nam Jung though. It is Nam uh, Jung. Jung with a J. And, uh, oh, Nam Jung. Okay. Yeah. Nam Jung. Because you said yeah. Nam Jung. Me Jung. Like, who, who okay. You, you know, there are more than, there are more than one people in, this, in the whole. If, if just I know. I thought name. you said Nam Jung. So uh-huh. I was like. Nam Jung. Okay. Yeah, Nam Jung. Like, Maybe because I didn't say his name. It's Nam Kung, you know. Is it Kung? Why do I keep thinking it's Nam Jung? Yeah, you call Nam Jung. Okay. It's Nam Kung. Kung with a K. Yeah, okay, yeah. Nam okay. Kumin. Nam Kumin is the MC for it. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, so he he is he's and I'm why do I keep thinking his name is Nam Jung? Mm-hmm. I don't know because of my Nam Jung that he was the Nam Jung. Because when I he said that, like, Nam Jung, yeah. Who's the Nam Jung? I thought it was the big hit connection. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure Nam Jung is not like Nam Kung. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm guessing that's something that has to do with the pop, K pop person you're talking about, right? It's a show by Big Hits. Yes, I know Island. that. Yeah. Yeah. So Big Hits is the, the Big PD. Bang. No, no, no. no um, Bang PD. BTS. Bang PD. Yeah, yeah. B- <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no, because I know, no, I know he did. I know he's one that like produced a song for BTS. I know that because he was there and they talked about it. And the guys actually pro- the pro- they they did Fire. They 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 did a showcase. They did a, something for Fire, which is a BTS okay, song. Okay, so they actually performed Fire. That's the word. They performed the Fire. The fire. So uh, I know that, but I I don't know why. That's why I thought. That's why I thought when you said Namjoon, I thought you meant Kim Namjoon. So I was like, really? I was like, I would have heard. I was like, I haven't heard that. So I, you mean the act of Nam Kung? Maybe. Yes. Interesting. Okay. 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 Kim Na- Nam Jung is in BTS. Kim Nam Jung is in BTS. Ah, okay. Min that explains. Nam Kung is the yes. actor. You see, mm. you see, I don't know any of this stuff. But anyway, so um, so yes, he is the actor guy, the one that's the doctor prisoner. He is the MC. So I was like, because I popped and I was like, what the heck are you doing on a pop right? idol show thing? I know. I was like, okay, let's look at that. I'm but just yeah. checking this thing. Apparently, he, uh, he did Music Bank. Interesting. He did We Got Married too, And he did Singing Battle. Okay, so he does MC variety shows. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, he's the MC for this one. So that was another That's interesting style. version. But okay. all, all things are not done. So I will let you know. I'll let you know the updates. I'll let you know if the yeah. kitchen run. I was like, oh my God, look at your cheeks. Oh my God, look at your cheeks. I would do it for you as well. Oh my God, look at your cheeks. Look at your cheeks. Well, look at your cheeks. Look at the point of look at cheeks. My cheeks. Oh, yeah, right. like, oh, oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant the... Uh... Yeah, the tacky boy as well. Cause I'm, you know, <laughs> the tacky boy. His name, you know, his name is tacky. He's Japanese. And oh, he's, he? he's Japanese. He's such a cutie. And I just keep thinking because he's... Okay, so the reason I remember his name is because... So there was this guy, when we first started, there was this other Japanese guy who voted him off mm. to go to ground. Right. And he still liked that boy so much. Like, when he, when he was in ground, I was like, oh, so who do you admire the, boys, the most? I was like, oh, I really like this guy. I said, but he voted you. I was like, yes, but he's such a good guy. He's such a great dancer. Blah, blah, blah. And then when he went into, when he now finally got onto Ireland, he sort of glommed onto this other guy called, I think, K. And it was like a little brother with him just following him up. So he can, they went to have their shot together in the morning and eat breakfast. I was like, you're such a sweetie. They're going to kill you in there, but you're such a sweetie. I, I know that they really like these shows where they put together boy bands. Because there was one that was very popular before this. Where they put together the EXO members. And that was huge as well. But then had a controversy because of, there was like a voting they rigged the voting for it oh. and the producers had to apologize as earlier this year i've got the name of the show but exo has been really, around forever 
Huh? EXO has been around forever. So why that? No, they, they have different iterations of EXO. How many EXOs are there? How many EXOs are there? Oh, there are a lot. Uh, this was this was the Chinese one. But mm-hmm. I know that I know there was a huge controversy about it earlier this year before lockdown about the mm-hmm. voting on it was. Anyway. Well, I was listen. I don't I know. I don't. Line. Yeah, but I was just like it was just. So the first, this is the first of its kind that I'm watching, mm. and like I said, it's it's like chewing gum. You sort of uh, watch yeah. it, and you keep it away. But I just found him so it was just such a cutie. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. I mean, it's one of those training things. I could have birthed you. I literally could have birthed him. <laughs> no, if I started I early, if I started early, no, if I started early, I could have yeah, birthed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's how old? You said it was fourteen. Like fourteen. Ah, oh, that's as a child. <laughs> as in, that's oh. a child. Anyway, that's a baby. it's a baby. Yeah. I, like i was like i could have birthed you but it's just so cute so that's literally the only reason why but i think other than that yeah that's all i know i'm potentially going to watch between now and the next time we meet okay yeah all right then so then so um nuna's 15 then. until nuna 15 <laughs> should we have like an anniversary nuna 15 with sparklers nuna 15 we can we can have nuna 15 with sparklers we can do that yeah we, i'm not even joking <laughs> why can. not why not? Why not? I think the people that are on, that are listening, that are rating, sharing, obviously reviewing, you should let us know. Go to our social media page. What's our social media again? Podcast. Um, well, at Popgram, um, mm-hmm. that is on Twitter and also on um, Instagram. And then we have our own individual ha- handles as well on Instagram if you want to come and see us. I'm at Dupsi La La La. And I'm African underscore Kitch. I think we should just put in the show notes. We should put our yeah, handle. we're putting it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So people can actually, if you, you know, yeah. have an opinion about K drama and you want us to discuss something, we mm-hmm. can do that in there. Let us know if you do Sparkless okay. 15. Known as the 15. Yeah, Sparkless 15. Oh, should we hold up to 20? Doesn't make a difference. <laughs> we could do another, we could do, we could do balloons 20. Sparkless 15, balloons 20. Yep. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Let's do that trip. Anyway. All right, thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Mo. It's a pleasure as usual to be Nunas with you. Same here. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye.